and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Today we are continuing our devotion in the book of Psalms and hopefully this rich and diverse compilation of poetry and songs would constantly shape us to remain in the presence of God and abide in His ways. Today, we are going to look at one of the Psalms that is hardest to share so far as I've been studying Psalms and sharing it in our morning worship and prayer. Not because it's hard to understand, but rather because this is hard to apply and difficult, especially if someone is going through this particular instance. This Psalm is easier said than done. But this is God's word. We're going to read from Psalm 88, verses 1 to 7. It says here, O Lord, God of my salvation, I cry out day and night before you. Let my prayer come before you. Incline your ear to my cry. For my soul is full of troubles, and my life draw nears to shield. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am a man who has no strength, like one set loose among the dead, like, like the slain that lie in the grave like those whom you remember no more, for they are cut off from your hand. You have put me in the depths of the pit, in the regions dark and deep. Your wrath lies heavy on me, and you overwhelm me with all your waves. You have caused my companions to shun me. You have made me a horror to them. I am shut in so that I cannot escape. Lord, may you speak to us. May you move in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. First, first thing that we can say is that we are not exactly aware what the psalmist is going through. But what we can be sure of is that the psalmist is in a very bad place. Hindi masaya. Okay, yung na-experience ng psalmist um, netong nagsulat dito. In fact, no, umpisa-umpisa pa lang. We see it crying and the, all of those words, despair. So those are some observations that we can see. It's full of troubles. Uh, in verses 3 to 4, sabi doon, no? um, life, the psalmist's life is near death. He has no strength. I am a man who has no strength. He is struggling. He sees that God that it is God who seems to have allowed him to be there in verses 6 to 7. You have put me, you have put me in the depths of the pit. Your wrath lies heavy on me. And then in verse 8, we can see that his companions left him. We don't know exactly what's the reason and how exactly it looks like in his life, but some key words that we can definitely see as we have read through it are the words death, no strength, overwhelmed, Problems are like waves, alone, rejected, or abandoned. Those are phrases we do not want to experience in our lives, right? Those are words that we pray would not be in our lives. But for the psalmist, for some reasons, those are what he is experiencing. Now, how do God's people handle all these situations in our lives, or in their lives, or in our case, our lives. As I read through this psalm, four lessons we can get in how abiding in God looks like in a situation where death, weakness, abandonment, and overwhelming problems come. 
verses 11 to 18 gives guidance. It says here, Is your steadfast love declared in the grave or your faithfulness in Abaddon? Are your wonders known in the darkness or your righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? But I, O Lord, cry to you. In the morning, my prayers come before you. O Lord, why do you cast my soul away? Why do you hide your face from me? Afflicted and close to death from my youth, up, I suffer your terrors. I am helpless. Your wrath has swept over me. Your dreadful assaults destroy me. They surround me like a flood all day long. They close in on me. Together, you have caused my beloved and my friend to shun me. My companions have become darkness. First, the first thing we can see here in verse 11 is that we can bring our tears to God. We can bring our tears to God. In verse 13, rather, it says here, But I, O Lord, cry to you. But I cry to you. He used there the personal name of God, Yahweh. I, O Lord, cry to you. We can bring our tears to God. You can cry to God. And He sees every bit of our tears that we have poured out. We can bring our emotions, disappointments, pain, and frustrations to God. Now, the next thing that we can see here is the number of questions the psalmist asks. Particularly, we could look at, look at verse 11. Is your steadfast love declared in the grave or your faithfulness in Abaddon? And another one in verse 14. Oh Lord, why do you cast my soul away? Why do you hide your face from me? In fact, I've counted five questions in this psalm. Verses 10, 11, 12, 14. Uh, dun sa verse 14, dalawang tanong. The psalmist brought struggles and doubts and questions to God. God can handle our doubts and questions when we let, when we let these questions um, be brought forward to God. Minsan kasi ang problema, meron tayong mga doubts and questions sa nangyayari sa paligid natin. And we tend to hide it for ourselves. Because we think, oh, this question, oh, Christian na ako, dapat di na ako nagda-doubt or um, di, na ako nagta, uh, di na ako nagtatanong kung ba't nangyayari ito. But, and, and because of that thought, sometimes we hide those questions in us. But if we're not careful, those undealt questions hidden in our hearts can become, uh, can, uh, can create a, a surrounding or an environment wherein it can become unbelief and a breeding ground for mistrust in God and eventually disobedience and stagnation. We can bring our questions to God. The psalmist did it. He poured some of his questions to God. And not only that, other thing, another thing that we can see here is that we can bring our thoughts and our feelings to God. We can bring our tears to God. We can bring our questions to God. Now we can bring our thoughts and feelings to God. Verses 15 to 18. Afflicted and close to death, from my youth up, I suffer your terrors. I am helpless. Your wrath has swept over me. <laughs> your dreadful assaults destroy me. They surround me like a flood all day long. They close in on me together. You have caused my beloved and my friend to shun me. My companions have become darkness. Now, we don't know if...
God, we don't know if God was the one who did all of those things. It's not stated here. Hindi natin alam kung talaga bang ano bang nangyari, inalaw ba to ni God or whatever. But one thing is for certain, the psalmist perceives it that way and he brings it to God. You know, as I've said earlier, sometimes we withhold these thoughts because we think that these thoughts are not quote-unquote holy. So what we try to do is we have these doubts and questions and emotions and feelings, but we hide it to ourselves. It's as if God does not see it. Kita naman pa rin ni Lord. And then slowly those doubts and questions can breed unbelief. And we don't trust God anymore. Our passion for God starts to wane. It slowly quenches the fire. You know what? Let's learn from the psalmist. We can bring it to him. God is a loving God. He is so big. He is so mighty that He is able to handle all our emotions. God is a God of joy. God is a God of breakthroughs. God is a God of victories. And God is a God also that is present in the midst of pain, in the midst of suffering. In fact, Jesus was known as a man of sorrows. God is able to handle all our emotions. In fact, do sa binasa nga natin, we might even say that the psalmist was accusing God. Napansin niyo ba yun? Sabi dito, um, so verse uh, the six, 16, Your wrath has swept over me. Your dreadful de- uh, assaults destroy me. You have caused my beloved and my friend to shun me. It's as if the psalmist was even accusing God. This is how it looks like. This is how I felt. These are all that I have. And it's as if he was accusing God. You know what? Before God, it's okay. You can, we can bring those observations to God. Now, we might be wrong. We might be corrected <laughs> along the way. God and the, the church community might align us of those thoughts. But the crucial thing is it was exposed. It was brought to God. Nagpakatotoo tayo sa harap ng ating Panginoon. Bring it to God. You know, Sometimes we might not be honest enough, especially because we live in a world where we are supposed to be okay. Proof of that, tiba pag tinanong ka, kamusta ka? Anong unang sagot natin? Kahit ako, okay lang. Ayos naman. Ayos naman, okay lang. I'm fine. But in the presence of God, we can express that we are not okay. The psalmist did it. He was not okay. He brought his tears to God. He brought his questions to God. And he also brought uh, his emotions to God. His thoughts and emotions to God. You know, as I read through this, I can't help but think about Job. The book of Job, uh, of course, tayo na binabasa natin, alam natin that, that God orchestrated it. But Job does not know. What he does know is that he is in pain. He is in tears. He has so many questions. He has some thoughts, doubts, feelings to God. His, uh, sometimes he, 
it sounds like Job was accusing God. And yes, he has friends, but you know, they end up also accusing him falsely. So parang instead na ma-comfort si Job ng mga kaibigan niya, parang na, na ano pa siya, uh, nagagatungan yung nararamdaman niya. So Job has no choice but to rely on God. That's what the psalmist was expressing right now. But there's also a fourth thing. See, we can bring our tears to God, our questions to God, our thoughts and emotions and observations to God. The fourth thing that we can see here is that as we go through all these challenges and sufferings, is that we need to wait on God. You know, if you would look at Psalm 88, it ends in verse 18. The psalm is not a fairy tale where, wherein it ends happily ever after. In fact, it's more of a mirror to the human condition. And it ends with no resolution. Did you see that? There's no ending. There is no, but you know, ito yung nangyari, inaisya ni Lord. No, it ended in 18. It ended, in fact, with the word darkness in, the, in my translation. And this is the hard part of dwelling or abiding in God. That despite all the overwhelming situation we might have, even after all the tears and questions and observations and feelings we brought before God, despite the temptation to give up, to run away, we will still choose to wait, dwell, abide, wait for His deliverance. We wait. You know, and this is where church community comes into play. This is where other people coming to our lives, carrying this weight, waiting with us, crying with us, wrestling things with us, comes into play. I remember being a pastor, visiting some funerals. Sometimes I'm just there, just receiving their emotions letting them verbalize their doubts and questions and struggles. Uh, I find myself holding back, not giving them false hopes, just being there. I want to encourage you, have someone who will be with you and wait for you. You know what? I still have people who are waiting with me, waiting to God to answer some of my prayers. Newsflash! Meron pa rin mga prayers na hindi sinasagot si God sa buhay ko. And I'm still waiting for it. I've cried about it. I have questions about it. I'm wrestling with it. And I have people who are also wrestling, crying, and waiting with me. You know, I want to end very quickly by a story. I have a classmate uh, in high school. Um, this particular classmate of mine was delayed um, entering college, so nauna ko. So, katapos nauna ko naging Christian, eventually, nauna, uh, I graduated, and uh, syempre, naun, dahil nauna na ako, uh, a couple of years from this particular classmate, uh, eventually, nakagraduate din siya. But, habang college siya, I was trying to reach out, share the gospel to my uh, classmate then, Pero pinagtatawanan niya na ako, pinag-persecute niya pa ako, and just, you know, just pray and let it be. Uh, until after graduation, itong classmate kong to, 
sorry, before graduation rather, this classmate of mine became a Christian. So I heard about that. I was so happy. Praise God. Um, this classmate of my, mine attends uh, uh, a different uh, Christian church. But I'm happy because um, at least nakilala niya si Lord, di ba? Uh, and sobrang on fire niya. Months after that, may tumawag sa akin yung, yung nanay niya. And uh, sabi niya sa akin na itong classmate kong to, who recently became a Christian, had cancer. And I had so many doubts and questions. I have to visit this classmate of mine. I saw this classmate of mine uh, on the bed, struggling, meron siyang oxygen, breathing hard, and looking at me. While I was looking in, in my classmates' eyes, I can't explain Okay, the things that's running in my mind, but the eyes speak for, it, for, for that moment. I saw joy in the midst of suffering. At ito yung sabi ng classmate ko. Tinanong ko kasi, paano mo ginagawa? Paano yan? Siyempre, inisip ko kung kailan naman naging Christian ka pa, sa kanan nangyari to. Pero ang sabi niya sa akin, Dave, may Jesus na ako eh. May Jesus na ako. Yes, Dinala niya lahat ng mga tanong niya, yung iyak niya, all the tears, the questions, the doubts to God. But at the end of it, may Jesus na ako eh. I was blown away. Joy and suffering, abiding in God. Here was a person who poured out yung tears niya, questions, thoughts, emotions to God and waited on God. My classmate eventually died. But I know that my classmate experienced Jesus so much more than at that moment. Uh, my state and my, um, um, how I was at that point. See, abiding in God means we dwell with Him even if times don't seem okay. Psalm 88 is a psalm. I want to encourage us to revisit every now and then, especially when death, loss, abandonment, overwhelming situations come into our lives. Let's bring our tears, our questions, our thoughts and feelings to God and wait in His presence. Let's pray. Lord, right now, as I've said, this is one of those messages that's not easy. It's not because it's hard to understand, but it's hard when someone's going through it. And right now, I pray for comfort. Even as this morning worship and prayer started with the line, salvation belongs to God. I pray today, salvation belongs to God. Comfort belongs to God. Peace belongs to God. And I pray that you would visit everyone who's watching us right now. That we would be comfortable with you. That we would trust you with our tears, with our questions, with our doubts and our emotions. That we would open our heart for your move in our lives and for other people to wait with us to pray with us, to believe with us. And that also, God, we will also be those people who will also help other people, cry with them, wait with them, comfort with them. Lord, at the end of it, salvation belongs to you. I pray for comfort and healing and protection. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus, Jesus, you're the anchor of us. Jesus, Jesus, you're the Thank you for joining us in our morning worship and prayer. Let me pray for all of us here. Lord, I pray that we will be recipients and channels of comfort and blessing, that we would also be able to comfort others, that we would be an extension of your hand in our neighbors' lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.